Welcome to The Randy Report. I'm Randy Slavacek, your host. I'm also the writer and editor of TheRandyReport.com, where you can find me every single day on the internet reporting on the daily news cycle in terms of politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community. In this week's headlines, California Governor Jerry Brown signs the first legislation that will require training meant to help high unemployment among transgender people. President Donald Trump once joked that Vice President Mike Pence wants to, quote, hang all gay people. And the yes vote in the current marriage equality mail-in survey in Australia appears to be leading. All that and more in this episode of The Randy Report. Transgender workers throughout the state of California facing employment barriers will soon be receiving help following Governor Jerry Brown's signing of the Transgender Work Opportunity Act this week. Senate Bill 396 was authored by State Senator Ricardo Lara of Long Beach, who is also the vice chair of the California Legislative LGBT Caucus. The legislation makes California the first in the country to require training meant to help transgender workers overcome high unemployment and lack of inclusion. In a statement, Lara said, Businesses are starting to embrace the skills and talents of our transgender workers, but lack of opportunity still holds too many back from being equal partners in California's growing economy. Attitudes are changing, and the Transgender Work Opportunity Act will speed up the inclusion of people who have so much to give to our state. The new law amends the existing two-hour sexual harassment training requirement in the Fair Housing and Employment Act to include training on gender identity, gender expression, and sexual orientation for supervisory employees at companies with more than 50 employees. Employers will also be required to display a poster developed by the Department of Fair Employment and Housing with information on transgender rights in the workplace. Good going, California! The yes votes appear to be leading in Australia's controversial same-sex marriage mail-in survey. The pro-equality campaign is in the lead among most people who have already voted in the marriage law postal survey, leading 59% to 38%, according to the latest news poll. However, we can't get too complacent just yet, as the gap between the two campaigns has narrowed in recent weeks. Previous polls had shown the yes vote leading by as much as 64%. All public polls conducted since ballots were first issued have shown the Yes campaign in the lead, with LGBTQ activists expecting to be victorious when all the ballots are counted. However, it's important to note that the national postal ballot is non-binding, and it will be up to Australia's government to decide whether or not to respect the will of the voters. Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull supports same-sex marriage personally, but many in his right-wing government are opposed to the move. This week, a cross-party bill was backed by the opposition Labor Party to legislate for marriage equality as soon as possible if the yes vote wins. Two-thirds of Australians so far have already voted in the country's ballot on same-sex marriage. Let's all keep thinking good thoughts. After the Trumpsters win here in the United States, I don't trust anything until all the votes are actually counted. Jeffrey Harant 
the former CEO of the now-defunct website RentBoy.com, began his six-month prison sentence this week after pleading guilty to charges related to promoting prostitution. As many of you may know, RentBoy.com allowed gay and bisexual men to advertise sexual services. Harant was arrested along with six of his employees back in 2015. He pled guilty in October of last year and was sentenced this past August. The case drew much criticism, however, with many suggesting that it was shut down and Harant charged with such a serious crime in federal court because it catered to gay and bisexual men. Many point out that hundreds of female escort sites continue to operate without prosecution. Harant had asserted that his website allowed sex workers to operate with much more safety than they otherwise would have done. His stint of six months behind bars is, however, much lower than federal guidelines, which recommended between 15 and 21 months. U.S. District Judge Margot Brody seemed to indicate that she had some sympathy for Harant's plight, saying at sentencing, There is no question it did a lot of good. But almost two decades of committing a crime that can't go unpunished. Harant must also undergo a mental health treatment program as part of his sentence and will not be released until April 16, 2018. At that point, he will also have to be supervised on his release for a year. An extensive profile of Vice President Mike Pence by The New Yorker would seem to confirm the anti-LGBTQ animus that many of us have felt that he holds for the community. The article notes that President Donald Trump has joked that Pence wanted to, quote, hang all gay people, end quote. The revelation is one of many regarding the dangers posed to liberal ideals by a possible President Pence. If, and it's starting to feel like when, Trump is removed from office. Here's the passage from The New Yorker that raised many eyebrows. Quote, Two sources recalled Trump needling Pence about his views on abortion and homosexuality. During a meeting with a legal scholar, Trump belittled Pence's determination to overturn Roe v. Wade. The legal scholar had said that if the Supreme Court did so, many states would likely legalize abortion on their own. You see, Trump asked Pence, you've wasted all this time and energy on it, and it's not going to end abortion anyway. When the conversation turned to gay rights, Trump motioned towards Pence and joked, Don't ask that guy. He wants to hang them all. End quote. Seriously disturbing. There has long been speculation that Pence was the driving force behind efforts like a rumored executive order on religious freedom, which would grant a license to discriminate for anyone who can cite religious objections for their actions. Pence was at the forefront of the issue when, as governor of Indiana, he signed into law religious freedom legislation that proved so unpopular he was forced to backpedal and remove its teeth. Also, regarding this administration, you may recall that Attorney General Jeff Sessions recently issued religious freedom memos in the latest in an attack on the LGBTQ community. The new guidance staked out religious protections for hiring decisions that could threaten those whose sexual orientation conflicts with employers' faith. The Trump administration is so against us, in fact, that it recently went so far as to pull support from a ceremony at the Stonewall National Monument 
that would ensure a rainbow flag would not go up on federal land. One thing is abundantly clear through all of this. Both a President Trump or a President Pence in the Oval Office spells certain disaster for the LGBTQ community. In Georgia, State Representative Betty Price caused an uproar this week when during a study committee hearing, she suggested that HIV-positive people should be quarantined since they aren't, quote, dying as readily as they used to. Here's the full quote, just to be fair. She said, I don't want to say the quarantine word, but I guess I just said it. Is there an ability, since I would guess that public dollars are expended heavily in prophylaxis and treatment of this condition, so we have a public interest in curtailing the spread? What would you advise, or are there any methods legally, that we could do that would curtail the spread? It seems to me it's almost frightening the number of people who are living that are potentially carriers. Well, they are carriers with the potential to spread, whereas in the past, they died more readily, and then at that point, they are not posing a risk. So we've got a huge population posing a risk if they are not in treatment. End quote. On Saturday of this week, Price walked her comments back saying she was taken completely out of context. She issued a statement to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution which read, in part, I made a provocative and rhetorical comment as part of a free-flowing conversation which has been taken completely out of context. I do not support a quarantine in this public health challenge and dilemma of undertreated HIV patients. I do, however, wish to light a fire under all of us with the responsibility to the public health arena, a fire that will result in resolve and commitment to ensure that all of our fellow citizens with HIV will receive and adhere to a treatment regimen that will enhance their quality of life and protect the health of the public. You may recall that Price's husband recently stepped down as Health and Human Services Secretary as it was revealed that he spent over half a million dollars in private planes during his short tenure. I have a sense that this couple is a little bit out of touch with the real world. No? For those of you who might not have had time to check out therandyreport.com lately, and why haven't you? I'd like to mention my top three posts this week that readers found most interesting. Number three, my post on Spirit Day, which we celebrated this past Wednesday. Number two, I shared a photo that had gone viral of a Trump supporter wearing a t-shirt which read, I stand for the national anthem, while he was sitting on American flag, using it as a beach towel. Can you say hypocrisy? And my number one post of the week was sharing a performance by musician Josh Weathers of Fort Worth, Texas, my hometown, by the way, who wowed me and a lot of my readers with a stripped-down version of I Will Always Love You from the Bodyguard soundtrack. If you haven't already, head over to my blog and check out those posts. We celebrated Pride here in my city of Las Vegas this weekend. I know, I know, it sounds like we're a little late to the game. While June may be Pride Month, the powers that be here in Sin City save our events for October due to the high, high temperatures in the Nevada summers. I had fun at the Pride Festival yesterday, seeing friends and enjoying the sight of so many Las Vegas LGBTs getting their pride on. Lots of booths by LGBT vendors, 
stars of the Las Vegas Strip posing for pictures, and organizations like the Human Rights Campaign explaining how to get involved in LGBT causes. Plus, out-Canadian country artist Patrick Massey headlined the entertainment on the main stage. You may recall I interviewed Patrick a few months ago about his duet with fellow Canadian singer Drake Jensen, about their anti-bullying, pro-self-esteem anthem for the LGBTQ community, Go Your Own Way. It was great to see him perform live in person. That brings me to the end of this episode of The Randy Report. If you enjoyed the podcast, make sure you click the subscribe button on my page on iTunes, and then every time I upload a new episode, it'll be sent straight to you automatically. Also, I constantly see folks asking friends on social media for podcast recommendations, and we love it when folks spread the word about this here news magazine podcast. And remember, you can find me every single day on the internet at therandyreport.com, where I report on the daily news cycle regarding politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community. With his Las Vegas Pride performance fresh on my mind, I thought I'd share Patrick Massey's A Little Bit of Saturday with you. Here's hoping you all have a little bit of Saturday as we head into the new week. Thanks for listening, folks. See you next time. Almost there, the finish line. All I'm thinking about is a good time. I'll see you soon at the club. There's no cover because I got a hook up. Yeah, yeah, it's going down tonight. I want to hear my favorite songs playing on and on. Yeah, yeah, it's going down tonight. We're going to dance till the break of dawn. I'm counting down the minutes, counting down the hours. I work hard for this money, now I'm headed to the bar. Little bit of Saturday, over. Little bit of Saturday, I want to drink in my cup. Down a couple shots, tell the DJ that we're ready. We're hitting up the floor, over. Little bit of Saturday, over. Little bit of Saturday. Sun goes down, I'm on my way. I'm done with all this work, now it's time to play. I'm feeling good, I'm on a high. Everything is gonna be alright. Yeah, yeah, it's going down tonight. I wanna hear my favorite songs playing on and on. Yeah, yeah, it's going down tonight. I'm gonna dance till the break of dawn. I'm counting down. Hard for this money, hard for this money. Counting down the minutes, counting down the hours. I work hard for this money. Now I'm headed to the bar. Over, little bit of Saturday. Over, 
Shots.